Ruminations from the Red Room. I'm your host, Mitch Proctor, and this, this is a very special episode. I'm not even going to bury the lead on this one, Ruminators. This is an episode that has been years in the making. It's been on my list of dream shows since we started here over four years ago. And uh, you might wonder why it took so long to get this one recorded. Why, if this is one of my dream shows, uh, has it not happened yet? And I got to tell you, it's all, it's all my fault. I take complete responsibility for this because of fear, because of shame, because of nerves, uh, whatever, whatever it might have been. But this one means a lot to me, and it's high time that it happened. So as you may know, and for our new listeners, my first love is music. And once upon a time, I was lucky enough to play with a group of guys that to this day means so much to me. And even though the time we spent as a band was short, it was powerful. And I wanted to tell this story of young musicians who shared this love of music, who went their separate ways and have had lives and adventures of their own, but had this common history. And I just wanted to catch up. I wanted to see where we are now, see what we remember, uh, in some cases, see what we've forgotten. (laughs) And, uh, I don't want to go on too long with the backstory because they're here today and we're going to get over the backstory and get to it. But in the virtual studio, we have the members of Layman 42 for the first time in 25 years. (laughs) And I'm so excited. So let me introduce to you guys the band. First, Spence Jarvis. Spence, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing really well. That that was weird. Normally when... uh... When Layman Forty Two would would be introduced, there the roar of the crowd would immediately <laughs> follow. So ca- caught a little off guard by the silence when you when you announced Layman Forty Two there. I'll insert that in post, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Um, I'm doing really well. So um, my name is Spence Jarvis, and I was vocals and keyboard once upon a time, twenty five years ago in Layman Forty Two. Cool, cool, and then. Over to my left, we have Ian Avery. Ian, my man, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mitch. Yeah, that was a hell of an introduction. It gave me the chills just listening to it. And I've <laughs> honestly like fantasized about you know getting together with all you guys again as well. Um, but yeah, my, so I played bass in the band and uh, vocals mostly on the punk songs. excellent and then we have the man the myth the legend michael toya montoya welcome my friend oh thank you how are you guys doing it's good to it's good to be here certainly has been a lifetime but um as you said i'm michael montoya i was the drummer and pa slinger and (laughs) over actor and (laughs) and uh um man and and really overall a sponge um i really took in everything we were doing and uh uh put all my heart into it man and i'm I'm really glad to be here with you guys it it's 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 a long time coming and and i'm glad you you got us back together this last couple weeks have uh have been a trip really going down memory lane yeah, it's been awesome. I love seeing awesome. the pictures that everyone's like sharing. Someone will throw up a picture. I'm like, I didn't even, couldn't even rem- remember that at all. I didn't remember that or some picture that I do remember. And it just comes back really bright and and like vivid, you know, it's been awesome. We so really thank- had some times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you hung on to those, Mike. That was really great to see. 
Yeah, and Mitch, uh, Mitch threw some there that uh, the fair picks that uh, and the parades. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, parades. The Battle of the Bands, I think. You know what? I actually don't think we have much by way of uh, uh, documentation of the Battle of the Bands. Uh, no. Was that the show in Snowflake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the Deco, I think they called it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. when that mm-hmm. light blew out and they, they all went crazy. And it was an, an accident because the lights <laughs> overheated. Oh. Yeah, I believe that's <laughs> why we won Battle of the Bands. It was <laughs> yeah. just, oh, the lights freaked out. Everyone uh, thought it was really cool. So we must be the best band. We had the best light show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the lights out. yeah. I remember nice. we had a strobe going at one point and, uh, uh, Donnie, who was playing roadie at the time, he poured water <laughs> all over me and I had water flying off my sticks and in the air off my snare and everything. Yeah. We really put on a show, man. Yeah. We tried even at, at, uh, you know, a, a young band, not a, a ton of experience yet or anything, just tried to put on a show, which was, which was a blast. Oh man. Well, <laughs> one of the other bands, um, I believe they were sort of more, more local to snowflake than we were. Yeah. They kind of lived in the boonies in between snowflake and St. John's and they had a bassist who had this really amazing bass, and he actually had, um, ingrained in it, badass bass. <laughs> I don't remember that. And I thought, yeah, he played a little bit for me and I'm like, man, this guy has a real bassist. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of felt bad when like we won because I felt like that guy was like, damn he's like i thought he was flea at the time basically that's funny man their guitarist was playing on this galian kruger this little galian kruger amp and i was just blown away by their guitarist too i was like oh my gosh he's, this guy really knows his stuff he's really good but as a whole lame 42 was a great like unit though i think that's mm-hmm. that's why in the end and the yeah, ex- exploding lights i think right. chemistry <laughs> chemistry yeah. wise we had a good mm-hmm. thing going i think yeah. um yeah, and that'll we, blow technicality out of the water every time. Just yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, don't don't uh don't leave us in, on the wayside there. We were pretty good. <laughs> I, I think I think we were pretty good, man. I think we had it together for our age and yeah, what we were what we were doing. We uh we certainly uh made it happen. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Like I I I've been around like nieces and nephews and stuff, and and that age that that we kind of were. And the, and I've been around some that are they're involved in bands now, and they're they're not. I mean, I remember going <laughs> to practice like every night. I remember yeah. like oh, some yeah. weeks we were there spending a couple hours every night. And I look back and I'm like, how did my parents? How were they okay with that? Because I'm not so sure I would be able to find an hour or two, four or five nights a week that my kids could give up to go and practice wow. in a band. But I, I agree. Mike, Luckily, we had nothing better to do. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, maybe my maybe parents were happy that I was doing it. You know? yeah. That was like the best thing yeah, I could be doing. That's true. That that's true. I've told my kids this before too. Is that's what we did? Like, mm-hmm. like there's a difference between, I, I think, um, wanting to do something and having the will to mm. go through and bust it out. And I think that's what we were doing. Was we were busting it out, man. We were putting in the time. Yeah. 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 And maintaining a band is, I mean, there's a reason not that many bands last because it's yeah. nearly impossible to keep it together for very long. It's tough. It's it's not right. an easy thing. It's, you know, that's, you know, those relationships to me are some of the like most impactful. Like I've, you know, you've had, we've had girlfriends and now, you know, yeah. are all you guys married? 
Yeah. Everybody's married, right? Yeah. 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 Married. You got kids. Like those, when you're sharing yourself, like musically, when you're sharing art, it's a pretty tight bond. It's, I agree. I agree for sure. Yeah. You definitely share a feeling when you're all on the same groove and really feeling it. Before we get to. Oh, man. Some of the best times of my life. I, sorry, one last thing, real quick, Mitch. I just remember like going to football practice or basketball practice or whatever practice and, just being completely drained physically, but just couldn't wait to get through with that practice so that I could get out of there and catch up with you guys. Oh, dude! In in Dave's garage or in, in in the Legion or wherever we were practicing at that time, like that was, I don't know, that was like Zen. You know, it was like whatever else was going on in life and in the day. You, if if we had practice going on, it was all going to be okay. I that's agree. awesome. Yeah, no, that's beautiful because yeah, that I. I couldn't have said it better, my friend. Um, but you do bring up something. I don't want to bring everybody, you know, bring it down for a moment, but we have to take a moment. And um, we have one man who isn't here. Uh, Got to pay our respects to one we lost along the way. David Postert, who was also a member of the band from the get-go, from all the many incarnations, rhythm guitarist, and he's no longer with us. So while this is a great occasion, we've all rejoined. Just have a a moment to acknowledge Dave. Yeah, man. You know, Dave was, he was one of my best friends and uh, one of the only people I, I kept in contact with um, throughout the years. I mean, there, there were a lot of gaps uh, between that, but um, you know, we always seem to, uh, to find a way to talk somehow every couple of years. certainly miss him but but man the, the memories i have of dave um they're just they stay very close to my heart man they stay very close to my heart and i have uh you know i i moved back to town and he was around and i had the opportunity to uh spend a little time with him and he helped me out with a couple uh projects around the old house and and, and things so i have some some newer memories of dave that i'll i'll have while as long as I'm here and in my heart forever. And, uh, I can't be happier about that. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, that nobody is all good and nobody is all bad. Um, and Dave, like all of us had, you know, strengths and weaknesses and, um, but, but I, I agree. I remember, you know, he, he kind of broke the ice for me when, when you guys kind of started reaching out and saying, Hey, do you have any interest in coming and, you know, humming a few bars with us as we <laughs> play in a band? Um, I was intimidated and I, I remember Dave was kind of that, he was just kind of a jokester that, that was, he could, he could make you feel at ease real fast, real easy. And, and he kind of, you know, paved the way. I mean, not that you guys were totally awkward or anything. I was already good friends with you, but, but he kind of was the one that was like, you know, he was Dave. <laughs> he was yeah. Dave. Definitely a, a a funny guy. Loved yeah. loved yeah. to laugh, loved to to play and have fun. Yeah, uh, yeah Spencer, right? I mean he was as we all are, he was a complicated human being. Yeah. Um but when it really comes down to it, like, yeah, nobody could make me laugh like Dave could make me laugh. <laughs> nobody could piss me off like Dave. <laughs> yeah, 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 so true. Um, but really, in a way, he was a, 
I mean, obviously he was an integral part of the band. He was a founding member. It was, it was Dave and you, Mitch, that brought me over to Dave's house uh, one night after school. And it was sort of my soft um, audition. So soft, I didn't even play an instrument for you. <laughs> <laughs> There's the but, requisite cool check first. Like, yeah. see if you're cool. like stand there and look yeah. like you're playing a bass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, passion. really, who, who really needs a bassist who knows how to play bass anyway? So, um, but yeah, I mean, that he, yeah, he always made me feel at ease. He could always crack a joke and make a stressful situation better. Um, and I would have liked to catch up with him one last time. Uh, I, hadn't, I had never seen him since high school either. Uh, maybe, I don't know, actually maybe a couple times that summer, but yeah, it's been uh, as long as I think maybe probably the last time I saw you, Mitch, was around the last time I saw Dave. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so and you, it was a shock. But. Yeah. Do you, uh, you guys all remember how you got introduced to the band? Because I, 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 I remember... Mike, I remember you telling uh, telling us about Spence. I remember you telling us, "Hey, man, you, we we should get this guy to to do some songs. He's got real heavy uh, Eddie Vedder style." <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he he had that uh that swag yeah. that that sort of a uh, easy swag going on that he had. Yeah, uh, right. Well, we we had already been playing in Sweet Pickles. Yeah, yeah. That? That's oh my that God. was our first Dill uh-huh. uh, Sweet Pickles. Mm-hmm. Um, we were... I remember I, I would say if I looked hard enough, I could probably find a pin that has a pickle, uh, mm-hmm. on it that, that I think Spence you drew, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, um, yeah, we, you know, we're, we're really wanting to, to put something together. I don't really know what happened with the whole sweet pickle thing, but, um, I remember if you don't mind me just kind of jumping in on how I was introduced. Um, I was playing with, uh, another band, uh, Sam, we were playing in Sam Fernandez's garage. Yes. And, uh, I remember as we were playing a car pulled up kind of lights pointing in the garage, but from a distance (laughs) and, uh, we were like, what's going on. And, and so we, we finally decided to, to stop playing and walk over there. And it was, (laughs) it was you, Dave and, uh, Ian, uh, Mitch, Dave and Ian. And, uh, you were scouting the sound, I guess you said it. Sound- <laughs> I, I, I remember I, cause Dave's, Dave's house wasn't very far from there and, uh, you guys must've heard it from there, but I, I do remember clearly you saying that it sounded like somebody was playing Metallica on a French horn. <laughs> that deserves investigation. Yeah, that sure. deserves investigation. Got to go figure out what this is all about. What's happening? No, I'm sure here? what they heard. I don't know. I don't know if you feel this way, Mitch, but I'm sure they heard your badass drums going on, Mike. I mean, you were you were like so good. Even even before we got into Layman Forty Two, I just remember you were on point with drums at such a young age. I couldn't believe it. So. I wouldn't be surprised if they they felt the rhythm in their bones from Dave's house and they're like, we got it. We gotta <laughs> yeah, we heard it. Down. We thought there's a drummer we can poach. There's a drummer. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, fine. Like 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 uh, you could pick up the rest of us. I think a dime a dozen. But Mike, the like a drummer that good in the tiny little town of St. John's. That's that's a rare thing. No, man. you got a real yeah. good point there. No, absolutely. That uh, Ian, we're so I, you know sometimes these, these things get a little hazy, but 
Did you play with me and Dave while we were in the Boyd Lee experience? No. So you had, who was that bassist? Was it, I am so bad with some of those names, but there was a bassist you were playing with and you didn't like him. Um, and then we and knew. Then Morgan actually told me that you were looking for a bassist and I had been playing with Sam and Norman. Okay. Uh, I, I think it may have been pre Sweet Pickles though. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That Morgan, your sister. Yeah. Because we knew her. Uh-huh. And so um, you were just really looking for a new bassist and she brought me over and we hit it off. And I think that night we were trying to come up with, um, with band names. Yeah. It um, did go through a few. Yeah. And I, I remember one I proposed was Dr. Doom, <laughs> <laughs> which I still stand by. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, That's a good one. That's a good one. But yeah, I had been um, kind of just messing around. Uh, yeah. And Sam's, Sam's garage and um and with Norman, but our musical tastes were kind of going in different directions. They were always gigantic Metallica fans. Yeah. And mm-hmm. while I have respect for Metallica, it was never really my my bag. Um so I kind of drifted away from them a bit. Uh but I do have vivid memories of practicing, really trying hard to learn um uh what is the Temple of the Dog song? The probably the biggest hit off of that hunger, hunger strike. strike hunger strike yeah trying really hard to hunger, oh, hunger strike yeah. in sam's garage <laughs> right yeah. right well first you guys thank you very much for the uh the compliments uh i, re- I really appreciate that i think i've wanted to play for so long that i was able to before i even sat down at a kit <laughs> um <laughs> so i they're they're that um but but i'm kind of with ian as um you know i um i remember seeing uh mr crinkle the video, the Primus video on MTV. And that sort of opened up like my musical mind a little bit. I was like, holy smokes. Whoa. Like what, what did I just see for one? And that sound was like, you know, like there's like so much more than I'm even considering, uh, when playing music, you know, uh, comes to, I guess what I was, you know, that that path that I was I was setting on I was pretty much you know that's what I'm gonna do right and and I was stuck in that sort of you know this band that band cover this cover that and um, one of the things that I appreciated once I got with you guys is that there was a whole uh, list of things that you guys were ready to do that some I hadn't even heard of before and you know so that was that was great. I think everyone kind of hit the ground with a with a an expectation and a desire to do something uh, different and new and and try different things. We were combining like genres that really normally wouldn't be combined. Like, yeah. as far as, like all of the stuff that we all listened to, the things that we enjoyed. I think it created a really kind of different sound. Yeah, for well, sure, man. We would jump from cranberries to yeah. <laughs> you know whatever mm-hmm. else it was mm-hmm. to typo negative to the cure green oh, jelly green jelly oh, i wish God. we had some recordings of amy millet doing the cranberries with us like that uh, oh, ridiculous she thoughts so oh she was great yeah yeah that's yeah right. she certainly was good that's right do you guys have any uh most memorable shows earlier we were talking a little bit about the uh the battle of the bands, which was a big deal for us. That was a, a big moment. Didn't we have to go and audition for that once? We like played there twice, right? And then went back to do the 
the actual battle of the bands? I think that we got scouted out for that, Mitch. I, I think somebody yeah, like, out heard about, about us or something like that. Yeah, I definitely don't have a recollection of auditioning for that. Huh. Yeah, I think I think they they sort of got word that we were around, but we were around. I mean, we were playing as much as as possible. That, Anywhere, that was, anytime they'd have us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> you know, one that I really remember a lot was was when we played at the fair and um and we were playing uh the three pigs cover oh, uh, yeah. and they turned the power off yes on us. they were just like okay that's enough. it's that's enough <laughs> turn the power off <laughs> we, yeah that like, must have been great to some building. of the fair <laughs> yeah. participants please like, stop them like those who own those who own livestock yeah <laughs> you're scaring my cows yeah you know the, the chickens were going wild and they were just like, we got to stop this. There was a whole <laughs> about the horrific massacre of three little pigs at the county fair. The 4-H well, community was in, up in arms. <laughs> Mike, that reminds me of the gig we played at, um, I think it was the Mormon church. Uh, it was one of maybe an early gig. I remember it was when um, Boys Don't Cry was heavy in our, in our, um, in our song list. And afterwards, there was a guy on stage, and basically his whole performance was he was playing karaoke that his wife was singing. Right. And I remember. Yeah, I was walking around that backstage. <laughs> it was because we opened for them, and I accidentally stepped on the electrical <laughs> cord. It was honestly I remember a that. pure accident, and I freaked out because all the power went off, like all the music stopped, and I just ran like yeah i was behind ian you. like just get out of here <laughs> like if i run away it'll be fine <laughs> I, I know I, and i was behind you and you turn around and you bolt and i'm like oh crap i better run and so i follow you oh man that opened up a can of worms the guy's taking my symbols off and like yes. it was what? a trip yeah he, he was, was yeah he was mad oh which i could understand well, i remember it was dave's mom uh <laughs> stood up for us and like gave that guy a dressing down like, <laughs> which was mm. cool. right that was that was cool they were very supportive of, of us yeah. man i mean we really blasted them out of that garage just <laughs> every every evening we were just right there i mean they had zero use of their garage because we took it over <laughs> yeah for sure that was where it started then uh we migrated down there to uh the hall before the uh, legion right we were there oh, for yeah, a the, while uh, the uh the bar that's hall right. yeah the bar hall right yeah we would practice there on the stage oh, I Did a few shows that. there yeah i really liked that little stage it was so intimate like everyone was really kind of crowded up yeah. there on that little stage that was yeah. a good time i think we did a couple pretty cool gigs there too yeah um another one i remember is um the pioneer school gig oh yeah um on that stage we put flyers oh, out yeah. and we, was we that uh, during the day they brought the students to watch us, or was that another gig? I'm thinking. Oh, that was that another was one. the Do you middle school. That was, like a dare? that was at the middle school. It was the middle oh, school. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did, we like, did those little middle schoolers' minds. They were oh asking my gosh. us for autographs at the end. It was <laughs> no. Pretty I ridiculous. think that was a Special yeah. Olympics, right? 
we did the special. No, Olympics that was outside. Oh, right. That was at the that was at the high school out by yeah. the football field, right? It's kind yeah. of at the top yeah. of the I remember just there. What yesterday. I remember from that gig is we played um Polly and we played it super fast. <laughs> and like the kids at the Special Olympics were really into it. Yeah, they had a great time. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a cool gig. Very. Yeah, that was awesome. I liked. Uh, we we were reminiscing over text about the, the, uh, the raceway gig. What was what was the oh, name yeah. of Thunder the, Raceway? Un, I, yeah, I think Thunder that was raceway. Yeah, that was Thunder Raceway. I I was already that was that was like I don't know I I was already kind of out of the band for a couple of months by the time that one hit and and uh, and you guys called me up for for a uh. uh what is the name of the band that sings? Was it an Offspring song? Offspring. Oh, offspring. Yeah, yeah. You guys called me up, and I just remember forgetting the lyrics, and and uh, <laughs> I, oh, I can't remember their names. There were there were two girls that were kind of our same age. They were they were relatively new to town. They'd only been they'd only moved in like a year or two earlier than that. The and they were on the front row. It might have been, and they were just they were just belting out the lyrics, and so I was like. <laughs> Oh no like no no! I remember reading. the Johns. May, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. What was? Anyway, yeah, they were. I don't remember them. I, Should I have invited them on stage. To... I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I sang the same <laughs> verse three times in a row. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> could tell. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot that was lyrics so, cool. so often. I just I was completely just half the time making up lyrics, and then for our oh, own dude. songs, I'd get dressed down by Esther and uh, Tanya for changing the they lyrics. Knew them. Yeah, oh, yeah. They knew, they're like they're, they're banking on you singing the same thing, you. <laughs> and they'd be like, "Dude, you changed the the second verse," and I was like, "I'm sorry, I forgot it." In the mid song, I forgot the lyrics. Yeah, the I Mr. still have, I still have nightmares like where I'm on stage and forget lyrics to songs. It's <laughs> a legit fear. I have nightmares too, like where where I'm on stage and my hi hat keeps moving or my bass drum and I can't stop it. Like, why didn't I ever use a rug? Like, I, I think I tried. Like, why? But I mean, I don't know. But I, yeah, that was, that was, that's, those are horrifying dreams still. Oh, but that was a killer show, man. Cause we were like playing with, with Phoenix bands who, of course, we were like, oh, it's awesome. We playing with these guys yeah. playing in clubs and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and I still carry this one with me. And I, it, it was a compliment that I feel pretty strongly about, though. I think it was the 100 Iced Animals. Yeah. They, uh, after our show, after our, our, uh, set, they came over and they asked us if we wanted to go party with them, <laughs> right, show yeah. but they were like, yeah, we were backstage uh, and we heard you guys playing and we were like, somebody listens to their Aussie. And I was like, oh, that's, that made me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, so I, I remember, I don't know if you guys even heard this. Cause I think, I think after I sang that offspring song, I think I came back down into the crowd and you guys probably went backstage and stuff. And then the other bands kind of kept playing and, and, more than one of those bands said something about us like like dang the local band like who knew that that up here in the sticks you guys were rocking like this like that that was some serious shredding like they they were giving props that's surprising because i one memory i have from that show is just being really intimidated by all those other bands yeah they were grown-ass men and yeah i was like a 15 year old with yeah no yeah. hair on my face and <laughs> right, yeah, i right. just had a feeling like oh they all they they hate us and what are we doing here yeah, and no. yeah hearing that yeah that's that's really good to hear 
Yeah, I, 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 I felt the same way too. I was I was very proud after that show and I was yeah. extremely nervous going in. I don't know if you guys remember, but I had a cast on my hand and yeah. the night and it, it was supposed to come off and it, it just and so the the day before I begged my parents and said, please take me to the doctor to get this cast off. And and they did. So Dude. you know, the day before that I just had gotten my cast off. Oh my my hand was a little bit sore, but Oh my gosh. But I just couldn't do that show without the. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was a purple cast, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a purple cast. Nice. Nice. Wow. I, now, I remember that it, it might have been during a, a love song or maybe uh, Rockin' in the Free World. But I, I tell me if I'm wrong, because I know we talked about this over text, but I remember the pit getting so rowdy that they actually asked them to. There's no more like slam dancing the rest of the show. Is that correct? Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they announced that. <laughs> That's crazy. We were guys, the first show too, so yeah, they, so <laughs> we kind of ruined it for the other. I guys. know <laughs> <laughs> they had nothing else to do after that but talk about us. Well, they, they, had, they had heard rumors about the lights being destroyed at the snowflake <laughs> gig, so they watch like, out for these guys. Yeah, yeah, this there's a reputation going on here. <laughs> <laughs> or they heard about the show at the dome in Round Valley, where all the uh, Glee Club members were crashing into each oh, other, and the sparkles yeah. were flying off their vests. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. He smacked the sparkles off the Glee Club, dude. They got rowdy. The Glee Club got up in it, man. They yeah. they they were, you know, had the the pit going, and they would like smash into each other in their their sparkly sequined red vests, and you would just see sequins fly every time they hit. It was fantastic. Oh awesome. man, I always awesome. loved the Mister Saint John's pageant gigs too. <laughs> you know, we ruined that yeah. for generations to come. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, we are. Very inappropriate for high school, I'm sure. <laughs> Especially St. John's High School. Well, Ian and I were doing those go-go dancing on Mike's drum set on his <laughs> kit. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I remember we, I think it was a Mr. St. John's thing that, that like we, uh, we had, we had probably played a couple of times throughout the show. And then at the end we played again as like after it had ended and people were exiting the auditorium. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that we were rocking so hard and we were, I mean, we were just jamming like, like there's like, there's like, like soft, like exit the building music. And then there's what we were doing. And what we were doing was like, (laughs) we're, we're, we're helping you get out of the building to the (laughs) tune of some, some pretty heavy. It might've been like that Alice in Chains. You remember we used to sing that, um, ain't like, it ain't like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we used to, we used to put my voice through a, a distortion pedal. You know, I think we sent you through this little zoom pedal that I, it was not even a pedal. Is that it was what a it was? Zoom processor. Yeah. And and it just turned my voice into like static, like craziness. And I think we might've been singing that. And, and what's her name? Platt. Oh, oh shoot. I don't remember her name. Brennan's she kind of had mother? shorter blonde hair. Who's, whose mother? Brennan. Yes. Yes. She shut us down. Oh, yeah. She oh, just straight up came and just like, yeah, yes, yes. She just came by and she's like, that's enough. That's enough. I mean, we were like, we, we were like loud. Like people couldn't hear themselves think as they were walking out of the building. We were just going <laughs> for it. We were going for it. And she came in straight up in the middle of the song, like, like physically grabbing guitars and mics <laughs> and like pulling us. Was that one of the times we were Chan's band because we had so many yeah. names? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that one where you guys were dancing on the, on the yeah. deal. I think, I think, uh, we were Chan's band. And we made it like right before we we decided. I think like right it's because the show. we didn't have a name. 
And um, I've actually still got that VHS, and I watched it the other day. And he says, "Oh, I'd love to see that." He's like, yeah. "And now, and since we didn't have a name, and we didn't up until the very last minute, couldn't give them a name." He said, "And now, my band." And so for like a couple <laughs> months, we were Chan's band. Is what we we went by for a while. <laughs> what was? Remember that? What, tell me what your guys' favorite song was to play. Do you have one? Yeah, yeah. Go. You oh, go first, Mitch. Someone else go. Yeah, I have to think. Oh, okay, favorite yeah, song to play. Um, you know, I got, I got to. I love playing guitar. I mean, that that you know, that's what got me started in music, and uh, I, I loved playing guitar and singing. But I had a blast doing for a girl because I could put the guitar away and just like really let it rip. And I remember one show playing that song. Like afterwards, Carrie Burdick told me she's like you are so intense when you sing that you're scary. She's like, that's really scary. That song scares me. And uh, I was like, yeah. And so I loved doing that song. That was one of my favorites. That's hands down my favorite. I got the chills when you said that, dude. <laughs> I always love that song. Just, I, I remember the hot, that, and the hi-hat going in there. Oh man, I, I love that. Yeah. I totally, I totally forgot about that song. Gosh, I think, like i forgot more songs that we played than i remember for sure yeah me too me too i found a set list the other day and it was it was like 80 songs long it was huge like the number of like covers and then originals that we played it was a giant list i was always i was always partial of course to the anything that we pulled from the 10 album so oh, like yeah. we did we did alive and then i think we did uh do we have any black release? Yeah, we did black release, or, right? Yeah, we did black. Yeah, I know it was black, one of those flow black songs. And maybe that. release. Yeah, yeah. You know, black was was really the the reason I wanted that cast off so bad mm. because there's these ghost notes on the snare, and uh, mm. I just couldn't do it with the cast on. It just there was no mm. wrist movement, you know. And I remember mm -hmm. uh, if we're gonna play that, but that was another one I loved playing too. And yeah, and it yeah. ain't like that anymore. I love that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that we uh, actually played more off the verses album. I mean, or am I just a mat I, like the elderly woman? And oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I maybe maybe one or two off of yeah. verses. Alive was good too when we did that. Alive was good when we would hit that song. When we would nail it, it'd be really good. But I remember mm -hmm. it was a it was a tough song to play. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think mm -hmm. the song we played probably more than anything though was for whom the bell tolls. <laughs> I think we played that so many times, man. I, I don't even know if I listened for that, uh, to that song for like 10 years after I Done with it. <laughs> put that album away. Um, yeah, I think my favorites are probably at least one of the ones I sing. So I really loved you, Mass. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I just got to Classic. go out and be, you know, just scream in a microphone. <laughs> which is fantastic that pioneer show that michael was talking about um i think we did umass twice that night <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it was awesome on tour. Uh, yeah. on well tour i remember yeah. we also the did anarchy in the uk yeah. and i would always oh, yeah. i would be a little nervous singing that song because i'm saying i am the antichrist in that song <laughs> in st john's <laughs> where the antichrist wouldn't probably wouldn't be welcome <laughs> so risque <laughs> yes <laughs> oh and i think uh, i really liked uh our our version of paranoid 
where we we did it in like normal speed and then we'd slow it way down like typo negative style and then we'd bring it back up again oh yeah, like I if you, do you guys that. remember doing that i like that. Uh-huh. i do that was fun mm. that was that fun was fun because it was dynamic you know we were feeding off each other <clears throat> so hey let's let's i got a couple more questions after this but let's take a quick little break for uh sponsors and let's hear from the ruminations radio network and we'll be right back at you guys in just a couple seconds catch you soon You've been listening to Ruminations from the Red Room, brought to you by Ruminations Radio Network. If you like this cast or want to find some other great topics, join me, Optimus, host of the Retro Futurist Culture, for great discussions on all things retro future. Check it out and all of our other awesome podcasts at ruminationsradionetwork.com. And welcome back to Ruminations from the Red Room. We are sitting here tonight, today, with the legendary Layman 42. The return of a bunch of crazy guys who had a good time once long, long ago. Um, We've got Spence, Ian, and Mike, and we're chatting about uh, our favorite memories and some of the things that really meant a lot to us in that band many years ago. Um, Coming back on that, I'd like to ask you guys this question. Let's say the band had gone on. What do you think we'd sound like now? Where do you think that band would have gone as far as like sound? If you could liken it to some other bands that are out there now or that were around in the past 20 years. Good God, 20 years. Man, I don't know if we'd sound like anybody. Right? We, we had so many influences. I think that's, that's one of the, the things that I always tried to do later on was not sound like, like what I was doing. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I, being in a cover band um, is not something I wanted to make a career of so i think that we probably would have really because even when you when you did did the original stuff that we did did it really sound like like that many people when you look back at it of the time it's hard to say like the rain that one was weird and kind of like you know and uh then there was a little wrong which was oh yeah you know remember little wrong Uh and That one was, uh, I, I don't know. I think we would have really developed into something uh, original sounding, like you said. Yeah. But, I mean, we definitely had our influences. Um, and I know, Mitch, you were, you were pinning a lot of those, mm-hmm. all of those originals, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, if you know Mitch, you know he's a Cure fan. So there's <laughs> definitely, definitely the Cure influence in there. There's definitely, mm-hmm. we are getting into the industrial stuff with nine inch nails, even though that's compared to some stuff, fairly light industrial music. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had, I mean, each of us listened to different music. Yes. Uh, I mean, we all listened to the same music, but then we all listened to different music as well. Like I was mm-hmm. getting, I was listening to a lot of punk music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Michael, you were getting into more, uh, like some heavier stuff too. Like, um, white yeah, zombie I, yeah i listened to a lot of uh uh like i guess what they would call i mean there's 1400 genres of metal i right. hate that but but i guess what they would call groove metal i was big into white zombie um i really liked that but also a lot of what i was playing outside of laming 42 was with my parents so we played a lot of um uh, classic rock we played uh, uh latin music so i always had a little bit of that sort of kind of going on and what i was trying to do when we would 
uh, put stuff together that was original. So, um, man, who knows, right? It really came through in yeah. your drumming, and I think it really <clears throat> helped the stuff that we were doing because it wasn't just like, hey, here's this rock drummer. It was this guy that was versed in all these different styles, and you could mm-hmm. apply that like in those different things that we were. It was it was really incredible, man. We were really lucky to have you drumming because man, it brought a new flavor. That. It was really something. I appreciate that. I think we were all pretty lucky, man. I was I was lucky to to get in with with you guys because, like I said, we really did it. Like like I don't know. Ian was saying that <laughs> something like he's not a real bass player or whatever. But <laughs> hey, what what we put. Well, we put down, we, we did, and even Spence coming in when he did, um, you know, we were, we were throwing stuff together, man. We were, we were all pretty good. We were all pretty good. You had those good leads too, Mitch. You were, uh, I listened mm -hmm. back. They're not so good. (laughs) They're they're so good. You blew me away back then. I remember nights at the Legion where we would, yeah, one night particularly, I think it was me and Mike. Just like yeah. like laying on like bean bags, and you're just like sitting there like jamming, shredding, and <laughs> you blew me yeah. away back then. Yes. Yeah, so look, so can I? I know you've asked that this isn't the question that's being asked right now, but can we jump back to your earlier question yeah. where you said, "How did we come into the band?" Like I I remember, you know, we we played in Sweet Pickles and Sam's band in the garage and everything and all that, but but really, what for me it was, it was that Mike and Ian kind of came to me either together or separately i don't remember and said hey we've been playing with mitch and and i and they probably said dave too but like i knew about your guitar skill from my brother ben who who i don't know if he had seen you play or heard you play or something but as soon as i told him that there was an opportunity he's like hell yes you've got to get you've got to go for that because there's no one around in that area that can play like Mitch. You've got to go for this. You've got to get in there. Like he was, Thank he you. was like playing in a band down in Thatcher or Safford or something at, at college. And he's like, we're no way. Like he's, I promise you, no one here is anywhere near as good as Mitch is. So you got to go for that. That is ridiculous. Yeah. He's I've, like, go for it. <laughs> I heard you a demo. Um, what, what was the name of their band uh, when they were in college? Do you remember? Oh gosh. I feel like it was a real alternative Seattle sounding name, but I heard them cut a demo of Pearl Jam's footsteps and it was really, really good. And so that's really funny that you say that because I heard that and I was like, well, we got a long way to go. I'm like, I can't, I can't, (laughs) I can't do like they can. So that's really great. It's cool to have that mutual respect amongst musicians. For sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. So, so back to the current question then I, I think um, I was listening to like I, I was I was. What's so awesome about what happened there is that that I have since that time gone back and gotten into the genres that you guys were interested in, like just as far as your listening preference. Um, I've since gone back and gotten into some of those, even though I wasn't into them at the time. I remember like being exposed to the Cure enough that that like I would hear cure songs in the years since then and be like, hey, wait a second, like, okay. <laughs> and then going and like getting into the cure and then like 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 White Zombie and and um Metallica even. Like I remember Mike, you were you were a big Metallica fan, particularly earlier on when we were with Sweet Pickles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I've gone back and gotten into Metallica that that I wasn't interested in at the time. Bunch of punk stuff, Ian, that you were listening to at the time. I was I was kind of into it then, but I've since gone back and really gotten into it. So I don't know to your question, Mitch. I don't know where. I'm not sure where we would have. I gone. really it would have been respected really cool. Ian's punk 
like sens- sensibilities and like his taste in in uh, punk music. Because yeah. I was, it was always like really like left to center. Like you didn't know what was coming. It was, and for sure. I was, yeah, I for just sure. really thought it was cool because it was always. I always felt like some of the stuff that I listened to was a little bit too, uh, too accessible. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, but man, Ian, you like were bringing in these never heard of bands or bands that were you know, like a lot smaller. And yeah. It, it just well, it was really impressive. There was really no other way to kind of freak out the people around me too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Make people uncomfortable. Necessity <laughs> called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the years that have uh, passed, um, what have you guys listened? I mean, actually, that kind of leads perfectly into it, Spence. Like you went back and listened to some of the stuff, and you, like you found those those seeds were planted early on. But what about? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys, Ian, Mike, what do you? What have you guys listened to since then, or did you guys find anything new that you really like latched onto? Um, well, my, yeah, my musical tastes have expanded far, far beyond what they were in high school. So, um, I worked for a couple years at, uh, Tower Records, um, in San Diego. Yeah, it was a really cool experience and I got turned on to a bunch of great music there. Um, and I worked at, uh, the Bookman's down here in Mesa on Country Club for, about six years dude well. that's the dream man i loved bookman's it was pretty amazing i worked um i was on the, in the music department so i would just get heavily discounted vinyl records um Whoa. like high quality stuff too but nice. as far as my musical tastes uh it kind of i got heavy heavy into bob dylan after high school Mm-hmm. And a lot of uh, a lot of my tastes kind of sprung from there. Some kind of folksy stuff. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all heard of um, Bonnie Prince Billy or, or Palace Music. It's uh, it's kind of new folk, but it when I think about it, it kind of has like a punk sensibility, almost like that first back album where it's there's not a single electric guitar on it. And this is the one before uh, Mellow Gold when he his breakout album um but it's still kind of got a punk sensibility um so i got heavy into that americana stuff like uncle tupelo and wilco um but i also branched off into into some hip-hop um i remember not too long after high school somebody gave me a tape of um one side was the roots uh all things pass i think is what it's called um i don't think i have that name right and the other side was um diggable planets uh which Ooh. was like an early 90s i'm sure yeah, it, yeah the, they had one pretty big song uh like i'm cool like that cool like that mm-hmm. so i got into hip-hop that way <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i mean i could go on and on about like the different music i've gotten into since then um but recently i have come back to um to those bands from high school um it wasn't too too long ago i put on siamese dream again oh that's a great album oh yeah i yeah every song just hit me like a tidal wave and billy corgan's guitar shredding is epic oh yeah that whole situation is just amazing (laughs) yeah (laughs) that that siamese dream that's probably one of my favorite albums Oh yeah, so good. it's so fantastic, good. and that's mainly what I've been releasing, listening to recently. Uh, I I've got Sirius XM, so I put on the Lithium Station. 
And um, mm. it's just early 90s alt and grunge music. And it's mostly all the stuff I used to love. But I remember we were pretty snobby about some other bands like Stone Temple Pilots. And- <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that too. I, I'm a little bit the same. Um, you know, I, I still loop around to all the stuff that I've always loved, I guess. Um, but I, for a while, got into listening to a lot of electronic like just these weird obscure bands um some melodic some just making noise mm-hmm. um and that sort of um i i was in that for for a little bit but i also found hip hop a, a little more appreciation i think working in music really kind of opened my eyes a little bit to more of um what songs can't i deny um are just good no matter what the genre is and once I sort of uh, came to terms with that, it sort of everything from pop to it doesn't matter what it is. Um, a you good know, song I've been is a good song. A good song is a good song, and it can't be denied. I don't, and um, it doesn't really matter who it is or what it's from. Uh, and you know, one of the, uh, the the things I've been listening to a lot again is the Ting Tings. Um, I don't know if any of you guys. They just came on earlier today on my uh, shuffle. Oh really? Yeah, I, was, I had shuffle going, and, and they came on. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I I like Ting Tings. Um, but but other than then, just like oh, another thing is uh, sort of like like lo-fi, sort of like easy music too, like Chicano Batman. Is anybody? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Chicano like, Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, good so stuff. Stuff like that, and then again, like I said, I I, I always loop back to, um just the the old stuff siamese dreams always spinning um white zombie um one of the cool things is um when we moved to town unpacking things um there's this shelf uh near my son's room that used to be my room and uh i just put a stack of cds there and uh one day he just started going through them and so he and and my daughter both are starting to listen to a lot of the stuff that we grew up on um do they have a cd player oh yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) for sure that's awesome (laughs) yeah i've always um kind of gone uh whatever media um past and present they have tape players um so um never never much into to vinyl um only because i just i don't know i never got into the zone with it nothing against it at all i just never really got my hands on a lot of vinyl never had a player but always had cassettes bought the cd player um mini discs even so um you know they mess around with with all that stuff too so um you know it keeps it fresh it keeps the older stuff fresh like my son he really likes corn a lot um uh and you know it's 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 really weird you know because they listen to the stuff that's that's around now but um not you know, not like they're not coming asking for 21 pilots and, and all that, you know, it's, uh, my, my daughter's really big into my chemical romance, yeah. um, right now. And so it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting the way, uh, things keep looping around for me. That's, that's I, how you do it, Mike. You just leave that stuff out. Leave it out where they can get a hold of it. Yeah. I mean, my dad, he left his vinyl out when I was a kid and that's how I first heard like, Dylan and the Beatles and Simon and Garfunkel, Leonard Cohen, Santana, all those bands. 
um, you know, one of the things that, that I got turned on by my dad that you guys probably wouldn't, um, expect is a culture club. Oh, I, I remember not my, expect that of Nestor. <laughs> no, I remember my dad like doing yard work in the front and listening to culture club. And, um, awesome. you know, that, that's another thing I should mention too, is that, um, eighties music, not quite as a whole, but most of it, I really listen to a lot. Yeah. Uh, Tears mm. for Fears, I love. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, that that really, um, that for me, I think is is one of my all time favorite eras um, in music, and you know I have a lot of love and appreciation for that era. Yeah, that that early, well, I guess early mid eighties um, music coming out of England, mm-hmm. uh, like the Smiths and know the echo and the bunny man all those new wave groups like joy vision um yeah that was that was pretty epic you know somebody i appreciate now that i didn't so much at the time that i should have was depeche mode yeah dude i love depeche mode i gotta say like martin is probably one of my favorite songwriters of all time like he's up there maybe in my top 10 like there's not enough recognition for the songwriting that uh between he and gahan incredible stuff i got to see them live a couple of years back well it's probably like 10 years but it feels like two right like just and it it was an incredible show yeah great band and they're one of those bands with, who have kind of kept together three yeah. years too right their last yeah. album was great man it's, and isn't it funny how we get older it's like oh that, that new album that they released and then it's like five years ago i know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the most recent one that they did was was really good man it was still really bold it took a lot of chances it didn't sound uh rehashed but yeah, I've been very impressed. It's another reason why I'm really impatient for uh, for the Cure to drop their new new album that they've been talking about for 20 years now. Yeah, I feel like I like I've been. Um, did uh, Mitch? Did they play their their song from the Crow when you saw them? Yes, they did. I didn't oh, even yeah. dream that I'd get to see that live Me ever. Either. Oh Me man, either. almost. What, what did they out. play last? Epic. Say it. Say it in three seconds. What One, they What they play last? The uh, the last time you saw them. Oh, what? I did. I don't you know. Don't I don't remember. Because you've seen them more. I, I've only seen them once, but um, they uh, they played "Boys Don't Cry." Yeah, yeah. For last, um, for their final encore, and I cried again too. <laughs> this boy oh, yeah, did cry. <laughs> this boy did cry. <laughs> it, it was it was like thirty thousand people all dancing and singing, and like a lot of times you're at a show and someone's singing along, and you're like, "Dude, shut up! I want to listen to the band." But it was such a great harmonious kind of experience. Like everyone was just there. It was a it, man. Um, yeah, the, their shows have been fantastic. I've never, never walked away from the Cure in all these years. I've still, they're always on heavy rotation for me. I'm sure you guys aren't surprised. <laughs> no, no, me, same, same here. And Primus, I yeah, think. Primus. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was. Um, yeah, just talking with my sister last night, and. Uh, she got to see a few shows that I would have like now I would have like killed to see. So she saw um, the nine inch nails tour when was Marilyn Manson was opening for them. Oh, oh nice. Man. I think it was the first, like basically the first introduction America had to Marilyn Manson. And she saw oh, Primus at the uh, Mesa amphitheater in the late nineties. And she oh, nice. said like there were mosh pits, but they were beyond mosh pits people were like being thrown like 20 feet into the air <laughs> yeah dude primus, primus can be a scary place i i saw them uh there i think the first time i saw them in arizona i think was 
No, no, that was. Well, I saw him, I guess, in high school, during high school, but, but after in the late nineties, um, I saw them again at Mesa Amphitheater and dude, it's, it could, that's a dangerous place. I, I remember <laughs> Mitch, I think Mitch I, saved my life at a concert <laughs> at Dan. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. I, I fell, I fell down he and there was like you a guy, out of the pit, right? Yeah. There was a guy like stepping on my neck. Oh, my, God. <laughs> oh God. My, my arm went up and uh, Mitch was there and he's a strong Mitch. Pulled me up. Oh, me. man. Yeah. Dude, that was all a great I, show. Typo. Oh, dude, that was when I got introduced to Typo. I think that's when we all like maybe first heard Typo, but I was converted that one show in that instant. I was like, oh, I, I'm a fan. This is great. I had been listening to him for a little bit, and I oh, remember, oh, okay. yeah, I remember, I remember he was playing a cello. Like he had a cello on a chain. On a chain. Yeah. And it, did they make it snow? Did it snow? <laughs> no, no. I mean like, Maybe you know, Typo whatever. Typo has that ability. Yeah, I don't know. I can't Little people make it rain. Typo. I feel like, like during their, their stage set or something, they were playing summer breeze and, oh. and they made it like they were throwing snow, like into the crowd, uh. like machines or whatever. But <laughs> I remember, I saw them in, go ahead. When Danzig came out, he was. <sighs> He was the same height as the typo senior. <laughs> so like he's standing on something for sure. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, he's lots smaller than I thought. Mm -hmm. I saw a typo in Tucson and, and uh, Peter Steele threw a pumpkin into the crowd that I caught. Oh, it was cool. It sat on my fridge until it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so you got sick? Yeah. It was like, oh, this is just gross. I can't breathe it, it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, that show when the guy was stepping on your neck and I could just see bodies around my arm from like my elbow down and, but couldn't see you, but had a hold of your arm. Like, but I couldn't see anything else. I was like, well, I better not let go. Cause I don't know where, what's going to happen. Mike's oh. down there somewhere. Right somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a few times like that. And then when I was a, I was a thinner, younger man at the time and we would actually do crowd surfing and I got crowd surfed out over the, the concrete at the edge of that, uh, down there at the Mesa Amphitheater. And then oh, they dropped me on the oh. knees. Oh man. Hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when I stopped crowd surfing. I think I was yeah. at an edge fest and I just yeah. got dropped on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Yeah. No I think the last time I did was actually, at, I, I think Primus is the band I've seen the most. I've seen them a bunch of times. Um, and, and I did, I, I got dropped like, um, there's that, that like edge and it's raised mm -hmm. and that just hit my shins. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, we're kind of running out of time, but I have one more, uh, you know, memory of a show that, uh, was before the show. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was your dad's place down in the Valley Ian before Lollapalooza. Mm -hmm. We all trekked down there in Morgan's Corolla. I think we were yes. all like, it's like 12 people packed into a Corolla yes. <laughs> with Spence. And uh, Spence, you didn't get to see that show, man. Do you remember that? Yeah, I've got a picture of it. You have that? I'm going to share a picture of that. I'm going to put it on the No way. You have that? Yeah. Oh, that, my gosh. That morning, your folks came down from up country all the way down to pick you up, and, and, and you didn't get to see the show with us. And that was an incredible Lollapalooza, man. I wish you could have seen it. Ah, so, so the story there is like, like a minute ago, I don't know if it was Mike or Ian that said like, that's a show that I would have done anything to see. 
And I almost jumped in and said, like, even like run away from home without telling your parents where you're headed. <laughs> I didn't realize you <laughs> like, did right that at time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I told, I don't think I told anyone. I was, I was trying no. to like, I really was trying to just get out without anyone knowing. Cause I knew like, I knew my parents and I knew that if they could trace where I was, like I knew that the, 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 the clock started as soon as they got home from from school, they were both school teachers. As soon as they got home from school and discovered I was gone, that's when the clock started and, and the sleuthing. And Morgan was the only adult, so she could have yeah. been. She was basically yeah. kidnapping you. Yeah, right, right, right. In hindsight, that might have been a little, uh, a little, <laughs> a little reckless of me. Um, yeah, yeah. So we, we, yeah, we, we went down. I didn't tell my parents I was leaving. And what is it? A three and a half, four hour drive down to yeah. down to Phoenix from St. John's, and uh, and they sniffed it out i think we made it one night didn't we drive down oh, yeah. and we stayed the yeah, night it and it was the morning. next day it was the next yeah. morning we were to have that to go the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and they showed up i'm i'm pretty sure that there were like i'm we might have been lit by the time they knocked on the door i can't remember i think we were uh and so then i had to climb in the car with my parents and drive all the way back four hours <laughs> oh, while you guys man. went to Lollapalooza. so <laughs> there's a follow-up to that though mitch there's a follow-up and that is that so I lost my starting, I was, I was slated to be the starting running back on the football team. And because I, I, I didn't tell my coach either, I, would, I just bailed out, didn't tell anyone. And, uh, and I didn't get to start that whole season on, on offense. Oh, anyway. what? I was okay oh, with man. it. Because I never heard that. What part, happened man. was I learned, I learned a few tricks from that experience. And when Pearl Jam came to town, like six or seven months later, or maybe it was a year later, I did the same thing. Only this time I made sure my tracks were covered and they couldn't find me <laughs> and we actually made it to the show <laughs> and uh it was all worth it in the end <laughs> awesome. like experience right yep. yeah 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 who was playing at that wall of blues does anybody remember smashing pumpkins yeah beastie boys may have been here yeah oh yeah beastie boys Is that oh, the one yeah. with uh, george clinton p-funk was there oh yep yeah the l7 seven. Yeah, seven. Yes, they told said Barry Goldwater could suck their dry <laughs> uh, breeders. Oh, they were on breeders. a side stage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was trying to get over there to watch them. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got pictures Dang. like right up, like maybe ten feet back from the breeders. And uh, let's see who else. Sonic Youth might have been there that year. It was a yeah. Was Sonic a Youth was there. Snoop. Yeah. I, I missed yeah. that show. I've looked back at those side stage lineups and oh, yeah. as an older man, I'm like, damn, why wasn't I at these side stages more? Cause now knowing what I know now, these are some amazing bands. Tribe called quest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. That was that my, uh, I was telling Mitch, um, that that was the other concert I cried at Yeah, was when, uh, pumpkins were playing. We were so close. Yeah, Mitch and I, I we, we, were, yeah, we were very close and I was looking up and Billy had his foot up on the monitor and he was doing this gnarly stuff with his tone knobs and his toggle switch and all that. And I just like, just teared up, dude. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we all got separated. What kind of blew my mind when we rushed that stage, we got separated and I was like, well, I'm gonna have to find everybody at the end of the show. And then I turn around and Mike is like right there. And like Ian is down the way and then they, they launch into boys. Don't cry. Like it was, it was like, it was meant to be. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. 
Oh, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking this trip down Amnesia Lane with me. Uh, it was a it was an incredible moment. I'm and, and like I said earlier on, uh, I kind of prefaced it with I hope maybe possibly we can do this again. Oh yeah, for I'm sure. For it. I would for definitely sure. be willing. That's for sure. Yeah, this uh, just flew by, and there's so much more. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. so much there's we have to cover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again, and we'll we'll set up the time. Um, you guys took some time out of your day. Thank you so much. Um, before we roll out to all the ruminaries out there, don't forget to check out ruminationsradionetwork.com. Check us out on the Instagram. What do the kids call it these days? Insta? Do they call it the gram? I'm not real sure. Uh, Ruminations Radio Network. You can catch us on Twitter at RuminationsN. And should you have an extra buck in your pocket and you want to contribute to us making some cool content, check us out at patreon.com backslash ruminationsradio. Guys. Spence, thanks for being here, my friend. You bet. Awesome show. Thanks. Oh, man. Thanks. Ian. Thank you for putting this together, Mitch. It was, Dude. Yeah. Thank it was you. Wonderful. It was so good to hear your voice, man. And uh, I can't wait for the next episode. See, I left a little bit like I'm keeping with the uh, leave them wanting more. Next time you guys are on, we're going to have clips from the old shows. Oh, oh, oh that'd be God. great. <laughs> and uh, Mikey, man, thanks so much, dude. It was, it was such a pleasure. Oh, you're most welcome. It's been great. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been great talking to, to all you guys. Cool, guys. And uh, we'll see you all next time. For those of you out there listening, let a smile be your umbrella. Thousands affected by Hurricane Ida urgently need support. Your donation can help the American Red Cross provide warm meals, shelter, and hope to these families. Please donate today. Go to redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to donate to Hurricane Ida. Your support is critical. We can't do it without you. We saw each other after high school. Yeah, I don't think I... I think I I might have seen... Mitch like once after he graduated and then but after we graduated I didn't see anybody but Dave yeah the only person I've seen since graduation is Ped and that was for maybe a year or so after high school wow so this is like the first time you guys even like chatting yeah dude I haven't haven't talked to yeah (laughs) Ian dude it's good to hear your voice man it's (laughs) You, you sound well, the same. Like when I first called Mike, it was like like stepping in a time machine and the same thing here. <laughs> I know, dude. I was going to say you do sound exactly yeah. the same. Oh, we were really that, yeah, that generation that knew both worlds and were comfortable in both worlds. <laughs> yeah, man, you that's know? a really incredible observation. That's really true, though. Yeah, so, I mean... I can't think of living that way anymore. It's, it seems so <laughs> alien now. Like I can't get in touch with somebody, like if they're not at home. <laughs> yeah, we just had to like yeah. get in the the, uh, the car and like drive around, like look for <laughs> see see if their car was parked in someone else's driveway and to try and find them. Or if you see them passing picking you up down like Main a payphone, call yeah, around and follow them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you yeah. threw down the base a couple times there, too, and I didn't really remember that even. No, I had forgotten that, too. Yeah, me too. It was weird seeing you handle my base. It was <laughs> violating.
You would you would be surprised how often I get that from people. Face <laughs> <Pace> and length. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you remember that introduction. Oh. Yes. Oh, I remember that. Base and length. Base and length. Oh.